Happy Motivation Monday, everybody. Thank you, Facebook, for tuning in to Reveal and Heal. I have an amazing guest today, and her name is Kawana Washington. Shortly, she's going to tell you a little bit about herself, but I just want to thank you all for rising and grinding early this morning with Coach Deb. Remember, you can't heal what you don't reveal. So it's very important to express the things that you're going through so that someone else may hear and they, of course, may be healed by what you're stating because they'll say, well, you know what? I'm not the only one. So at this time, I want Kawana to come in and share with the good people. Good morning to you, darling. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? It is a pleasure to have you. I've heard great things about you. You know, you, you're very popular. Yes, ma'am. Oh, absolutely. And I'm so glad uh -huh. to have you. Yes. You know, our topic today is um, it takes a village. And of mm -hmm. course, I'm aware that you are a counselor for sex addiction. Uh, no, well, uh, not, I said sex. Are you a counselor for sex addiction? I'm not a counselor for sex addiction. It's for drug substance abuse counselor. Well, look, sex is drugs. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But as far as you're concerned, it's drug addiction. It's substance abuse. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, substance abuse. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to also talk about voting. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about self-care. Okay. Uh, but you're going to speak to a lot of people uh, today when you talk about this issue. You're going to talk about how important it was not to judge one another. Because mm -hmm. of the behaviors, a lot of times when people are going through something, you, don't, you never know just because somebody's being mean-spirited or being nasty in some way. You don't know their story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know you can speak on that. I want you to tell us what inspired you to become uh, an addiction therapist or a counselor. That's what you okay. Yes, I'm a, I'm a counselor. I am a counselor and I'm certified. Yes, I'm a certified substance abuse counselor now. So um, I was just- Just tell, 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 us how, tell us your credentials in case we got some people out there that want to know, just being nosy, want to know what you got going on. <laughs> okay, so I- I've been in the counseling field since 2011. So I got my master's from Jacksonville State University in counseling. And then I got my EDS in 2012 in counseling. Um, I have, my first job was in 2011. My internship hired me. So I have been working for nine years as a counselor. Oh, um, I did five years mental health. I did two years um, substance abuse. And now I'm two more years in almost two years in adult substance abuse. So those are my credentials. So talk about what inspired you to become a you know, substance abuse uh, clinician or counselor. Okay. Um, let me see. I, I'll say I've always had the will and zeal to help people. I always wanted to like, okay, we got this. You can get this. Um, like, a, um, like I was telling you, well, natural born just cheerleader. Just wanted to cheer people on. Like, yes, you can do this. Just motivate you and encourage you to get to the next level in life. So that's always been a part of me. Um, substance abuse, I think, is near and dear to me because I've had family members struggle with substance abuse. And then I think um, just working in mental health, you know, like, okay, the two are related. So I was like, hey, let me zone into this. You know, we got this whole um, opiate triangle going 
going on. I got real like curious about it. So I was like, hey, let's see what's going on. So I decided to go into substance abuse. Like, so you can zone into one area because mental health was broad. It's, it's going to always be like a broad area. And I think I had a lot of good experience in that. But I just wanted to focus in on something. So I decided to do the whole substance abuse thing. So it's been it's been quite a journey ever since. You know, you just opened up something. Okay. With the substance, uh, the sub substance, uh, substance abuse, there are other addictions. Mm -hmm. there, there, and I know that you're, you're licensed in that area, but they're just intertwined. I know at first I said sex. Well, uh, that was in my mind because I have like three young ladies that I'm coaching now. And of course they were molested. Right, mm -hmm. and they were mm -hmm. molested at an age where that feeling was not supposed to be something that they were introduced to at such a young age. So right. guess what they end up doing? They grew up and they end up being promiscuous and you know prostitution and things of such, and that was because of that. So it's like an addiction. Right. But yet, right. guess what? It, it's a painkiller too. Right. Right. So Absolutely. Tell us. Tell us. Tell everyone that's listening how drugs this form of drugs mm -hmm. that you are licensed in how it's such a high how people use that as a painkiller for underlying issues like these three girls they don't do drugs but their drug mm -hmm. is sex right i think a lot of people do things just um overindulge and it becomes an addiction due to um trauma i'll say like trauma and trying to get past a hurt like you're trying to get past something and you can't. So it's like a blanket. So I use this to self-medicate. This is my self-medication, whether that is drugs, sex, um, food, any of Talk addiction. about it. Right, yes. right. It's, it, it is uh, I self-medicate. It makes me feel good. I, I, I'm guilty. Food makes me feel good. Girl, I'm a foodie. Girl, I like food. <laughs> so food, but I can see, you can see how something like that when you're feeling down, you eat. When you're feeling happy, you eat. So how that can become an addiction, same way. Same right. way with drugs. You overindulge because it feels, it's a comfort. It right. feels, and it is, for that moment in time, it's helping me feel better. And I think overall, that's just, as a human being, people want to feel better. People don't want to feel bad. People hate to feel bad. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to feel bad. So they want to feel better. So they get into addiction. They get into drugs. They get into sex. They get into these things because it's making them feel better. Not knowing that it's keeping them or it's knocking them down. You know what I'm saying? And I think they, they know. It's just I have become so accustomed to this that this is all I know. You know what I'm saying? This self-medication, this is how I'm making myself feel better. So this is all I know. And so I think it's more so a disease. Like it takes over. And you have to really dig deep into that stuff. It, what you've gone through, um, your trauma. And it could be something that happened at five years. And I, let me say yes. this. Let me say this, Coach Jam. Everybody's trauma is different. What I say hurt me and what you say hurt you might not be the same thing, but it don't mean that it didn't hurt you or that it didn't hurt me. You see what I'm saying? People exactly. deal with things differently. You see what I'm saying? So if someone says, hey, that hurt me, it really hurt them because certain stuff stick with people because people feel, some people feel 
And, and let me tell you that about my substance abuse patient. I find that they're very empathetic. Like uh -huh. they feel other people's pain uh -huh. and they really have good hearts. They just uh -huh. don't know how to do it. So they spend a lot of time fixing other people and trying to fix themselves at the same uh -huh. time. And they end up just really addicted. I, I can definitely tell you out of like 10, I can tell you like eight out of 10, that's truly how they feel. Like they, they get into it because it's just like, Oh, I just, let me say, I want to, I want to, you know, I wanted to help somebody, but I got into it and then they started using, but it overconsumed me kind of thing. So I think mm. they get into it because they, they didn't think it was going to be that bad. So a lot of people, mm -hmm. that's just what happened. You, you didn't think it was going to end up to that situation, but it did. And so I think instead of us judge, that's another question, right? The judgment part that we, mm. that's a whole nother area. But the judgment part, I think we judge people like, oh, they just, if they, they wanted to, they would just stop. And oh, look at him. He been that way for 20 years. What well, I mean, you know. Speak on that, honey. Speak on that. They wanted to. You know, I don't think they really, truly, but they don't know what else to do because they have just, they've become used to it. And it's now an addiction. It's now something that just comes along with who they are. And I think people really want to be better. They got good hearts. They, they, they feel they feel probably more than you and I feel, you know? And that's, the that's the problem is that they feel too much. So they're trying to self-medicate that feeling, you know? So mm. I think it's um, very important that um, we as a culture um, take these things seriously. I think we laugh at all. We, it's a humor thing that such and such is the, you know, family drunk or such and such. But I think it's one of those things like, okay, we gotta, we gotta take this seriously. Like, this is a serious situation. And so um, I want that person to not feel attacked. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them to feel judged. I want them to feel they love just like a healthy person is loved. They love because they need, that's what they need more than anything is the love and the support. And so definitely think that's part of it. You know what? This is like so good because it really opens up your heart to uh, consider the feelings of others. Because when I think about my domestic violence situation, you know, I was married, you know, uh, going through domestic violence, <clears throat> excuse me, for 10 years. And I didn't leave willingly. I was beat half to death and left on a stretcher. But I recall the, the relationship was that, and I was a fixer, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was a fixer, but yet I was uh, someone that was dealing with unresolved issues myself. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. being molested as a child, I didn't move into the area of, uh, you know, sex addiction or promiscuousness, but my judgment was off, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because mm -hmm. I had an idea man uh, um, and my dad was my hero, but yet he wasn't always around. So I figured if I married a big guy that could protect me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I wouldn't have to worry about being hurt, but it's like you miss character traits and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Because if you see, it's like, you're warned, you know, you know, most times what you're dealing with, but if you are a fixer like myself, it's like, well, you know what? I'm saved. He's saved. We're going to be all right. I'm going to help him. I'm going to fix him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you are the one engaged into, you know, that type of relationship, a traumatized relationship, it's because you didn't consider yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there are people out there right now that are on drugs 
a lot of them is because they got involved with someone that was on drugs and they thought they could fix them. Right, now, right. Mind you, mind you, they got underlying issues too. Because what right. we don't do is we don't always deal with our underlying issues. That's it. That's but we it. end up in vulnerable relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and it just a whole big old thing happens. Yes, so, a whole big old situation. Yes. Yeah, like so, so talk about how important it is as a village that we recognize the pain of others and not be so judgmental that we really just sit back and say, you know what, we all have a story. So mm-hmm. let's come together and be a support system in some way. Recognize the needs of others. How important is that in our community in mental health? Um, those gosh, it's definitely important. It's definitely important because I think um, mm, I can say this. I'm gonna say it, and I hope everybody can take this. Um, likely, we are one situation away from being a mental health. That's case. real. Okay, that's real. That's real. Yeah, I'm saying that for me. I'm saying that from you. I'm saying that for anybody. Something dramatic can happen. Traumatic can happen to me, and I fall into depression. Um, and I end up on an emotional spiral. You see what I'm saying? And that I get involved in the wrong relationship because all I wanted was love. I, you know what? Girl. I, I can speak. Let me tell you, if I was not in this field, I don't know where I would be as a mm. woman. And I can tell you that because a lot of your vulnerabilities, you work on yourself. Constantly, right. when you're working, right. when you're helping other people, you're working on yourself. Right. But I can tell you, a lot of your vulnerabilities, a lot of things that um, your shortcomings, you know, you just want somebody that can make that feel better. Yeah. And so you get into relationships, you get into toxic, very toxic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to make yourself feel better. All along, you think, I can fix this. Like, yes. I can look over this. Yes. I can look over their situation yes. because I got my little situation. But not knowing I need to work on my situation before I help them with their situation because oh, we're going to both end up being toxic and so I think that is a thing I think people think oh you know you gotta you gotta love them through it you hear that so much oh that's it that's it that's it that's it especially when you're in the church yes yes you can work don't worry about that don't look at that that's just one little flaw you can love him no those be the things you gotta look at and you gotta look at it because you got you got it you got it so when you attach yours to theirs it can be a it can be a mess. It can be a mess, and you know we call it that. We call it codependency. You better you say you it. you ever That's exactly see, what it is. You receive relationship because you it's you codependent because it's you know their weakness, your strength. You 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 know you're going off of different stuff, but you become codependent. But that don't necessarily make the best relationships. And so I think as a um, community, we gotta we gotta see that, but we gotta see it and not I guess so much be like oh like that's oh look at them they just a ball of mess because i think we need to know we a situation away from being a ball of mess i never take that for granted when i listen to people i'll be like god that could be that could be me that could easily be me one decision that can be me and do you i i think we got to understand that that's a big thing decision making you see what i'm saying we all don't always make the right decision you see what I'm saying? And a lot of grace saves us. A lot of things saves us from those things. But I think sometimes you got to go through certain things to get to another. You see what I'm saying? So I think where somebody looks broken and they just look a hot mess, they really working on becoming a better them. We just got to give that time. We got to trust that process. Does that make sense? So yes. I think it's just important for us to be like, 
Because I can see it. I can look at somebody and be like, oh, they're going to be better than that. They're going to be better than that situation. And you just sit back and you watch it. You know what I'm saying? And you, you get it because you see people all the time and you just like, oh, I already knew you was going to. You know, I already knew because I knew you was going to get past that situation. I knew you was going to work through that. So I think that's the truth in it. So just being able to be like, it's okay. Because I think, and I, I, Lord, I hear so much. So I think when my friends call me and they in a panic or anybody's call me and they just, and it's like the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, honey. This is breaking you to make you better. Mm. And so I think we got to often look at those situations. We, I think we judge situations like, dang, they just messed up their whole life. No, they didn't. This is something they had to go through to get to where they really supposed to be. You know, so I think that's how um, we, we, that's one way of looking at situations, but we have to have different outlets, different yeah. ways, a look, yeah. different perspective. Yeah. You know how yeah. you change glasses, yeah. you know, yeah. look different. Yeah. We got to be able to do that with our, with our judgment, with our, wow. you know, our, you know, we got to be able to Absolutely. see that thing different. Jesus Christ, even more so now because I found Deborah. That mm-hmm. could have been love. 
So the addiction, how do you convince the people that come in that are addicted to the substance, um, the drug, that the person that they're with is an addiction? You know, how do you, how are you able to, to convince them that they got to cut loose from that person that's really, you know, adding to the addiction, that's causing the, the, the addiction to escalate? Because that is like a, a better woman. Ain't no way in the world she needs to stay with the dude that's beating her. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. so how do you, how are you able to, to convince the, the person that it's like, look, honey, look, sir, look, ma'am. Mm -hmm. oh. Um, I think I, uh, okay, I don't, you know what I do convince them, I and I, um, we talked about this earlier, off record, um, but I, I more so convince you, like I'm, a, I'm, you my patient, so I'm convincing you to love yourself more, when you start loving yourself more, when you start caring about yourself, then I'll make that decision. Yes, it, it's so easy to see. Like, hey, oh my God, this this is the best part of being a counselor. When the, when you see the light come on, when mm -hmm. you see, because you know it. When they're telling you, you know it. You just can't come off and say, hey, this person is this, this, this to you, because mm -hmm. they they may really love that person. They mm -hmm. may really want to be with that person. But when they start, when you start working on them, mm -hmm. that your your patient, mm -hmm. that person, you start working on them, they'll start noticing it. So it's not even something that you have to bring to them, because when you start changing and you're growing, you grow apart that's from that. so that's you powerful. you you detaching yourself from that toxicity and that's you know, a fact. Like, uh, that's yeah a fact. You, you know what i'm saying if you, you detaching yourself you're like oh i'm i'm and not i'm better but i'm better than this situation i deserve more so they start they start detaching themselves from it easily and you can start seeing it and, and like it, it blows my mind because people be like i don't i don't know why ever and i think it was a girl yes from you they needed that light like hey let's turn on the switch i love myself so when i start loving myself more i know i deserve more and that's what you're trying to get people you just guiding them through to the light you're just trying to say hey love yourself a little bit more pour into yourself a little bit more know that you need more you deserve more and they'll just start doing it so it's a beautiful thing i mean you know working with people you coach yes, people I, I'm, I'm telling you it's so beautiful to hear the other side you know yeah. i just love because you know we we, as, we need each other. One person can't yeah. save the world. We right. need each other. Let's transition to the self-care portion of it. Because when you start healing, you start recognizing, you know, how you want to feel and how you want to look and what you want to do and make an effort to love on yourself more. Let's talk mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Definitely. I tell you, that's where my heart is. This whole self care. I like. I want you. I want people to know it's not selfish to work on yourself. Um. To know it's gonna be a time in your life that you need to devote to yourself. Um. And do it. Like I said, you do it for your kids because they need to see you work on yourself. Like I like I told you, I love women like you doing this. I love you doing your own thing. I love you doing your own thing because not only do we see you doing your own thing, not only do I see the whole reveal the hill vision, your kids get to see it and your grandkids. So they say, hey, my grandma, I, I know because I look at my grandma like, God, she did this. You know what I'm saying? My mama did this. So I know I got to do this for my kids. So you do it for the legacy. You do it for that part, but you do it because you, you deserve it. 
Yes. You deserve it. And I um I hate to see us deplete ourselves. Oh, I hate to God. see it. Um and I and I and I like I told you there, I love God. I love God and I know we raised up. Give. Just give. Uh-huh, just give. Uh-huh. Just go and do and uh-huh. run and give and you deplete yourself. Uh-huh, you uh-huh. can't give anything to anybody when you're empty. When you're empty. So when you're empty or even when you broke. Even when you're broken, fix yourself. Work on yourself. Work step on back. yourself. Like, like I told you, I yeah. I had to take some. I have had to step back from some situation, and I know it looked funny. I know it looked shady, but I had to do it because I had to fix myself. Because the last thing I want to do is hurt the next person. You see what I'm saying? So I think oftentimes, especially as black women, we Come don't on. get the importance of that. Um, I see it all the time in my page. They just, you know, I see it with so many people. And um, it don't even matter your color. I just see you pour into so many people that you just tired, that you don't have nothing to give to yourself. But little do you know, that's the most important person you can help. You know what I'm saying? And even, I, like I was reading, I was reading the text. I said, well, we need to read this thing. Because, you know, um, Jesus was 40 days by himself. 40 days. Do you understand? So when you spend 40 days by yourself, you got, you got the, you go through some stuff, but you need that so you can help other people. And we, I don't know if we ever was looking at it in that aspect, but I think it's important as a culture that yes, we start is. looking at that. Look at it as you, I got to help me. I got to help me be better because I want to help other people. And so, um, just, um, ooh, well, it's, love like, it, it's like you said about the singleness, you got to enjoy your singleness. This self-care thing is is all about that loving your singleness and loving who you are. Yes. Um, yes. You got to get to a place and you got to love you so that when relationship happens, yes. you pouring into somebody, giving all of you. Right. To I'm a testament. Like I told you, I'm a testament there. I'm a testament. I have been by myself. I've um, been single on this journey. And I, I, I look at it now. It's, it came to me last week um, or a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, that Kawana, not just you, ain't, it ain't just happening for you. It's I got to do this through you. Like I got to show other people how this has to be done. So I, I definitely, I'll tell you that, like I, we spoke earlier, I, um, this singleness, I got to know myself and I got to know myself. I got to work on my areas of flaws. I know I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not even saying I'm going to go into a marriage perfect, but what I'm telling you is I'm going to go into it knowing who I am. That I don't is. want nobody to bring me down or make me recognize something that I'm I, And you know what, Dale, let's be honest. I can't depend on that man to make me no happy. Ma'am, no, ma'am. I got to no make ma'am. me happy. That's right. I got to make me happy. And so I got to be able to do that. I got to know what that is. So I got to I gotta go places by myself. I got to be uncomfortable by myself. Because one day I could end up by myself again. Mm. So I can't let that break me. I can't let that tear me down. I got to know, okay, you've been here before. You've been at a place when it was just you and God. And you had to work on yourself. Work on yourself. Um pour into yourself, love yourself. When you get yourself accustomed to stuff alone, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you're going to know, okay, hey, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, only, I only want this. I'm not, uh-huh. not going to Look at that. Take, you know what I'm saying? I'm that. not going to depend on nobody to, for my happiness when I know how to make myself happy. You see what I'm saying? And I think Ooh, that's I love a, it. I love it. a lot of times we get into relationships and toxic relationships because we depend on that other person so much to bring us something and it, they just might not have it to give. They just might, and so I think that's important. But I, um, 
oh, when I speak to women, I just want them to know that. I, that, that can be my number one thing. Just self, love yourself, like self-worth, self-esteem, build yourself up that can't nobody tear you down. You know what I'm saying? I think that's something we don't focus on. And it looks, I think it looks independent mm -hmm. and it looks, oh, like they all about themselves. It, it, I think we make it look ugly, but I think, you know how it is as a woman yes, when you've been through a broken situation. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You, you know how it feels to be broken and you yes, have I to do. build yourself up. When you at this point where you are as that woman, mm -hmm. can't nobody tell you nothing. Not a thing. Myself. You see what I'm saying? I had to get myself. It took myself. a long time. And yeah. the thing about it is we shouldn't put limits on how long it takes for people to heal and get to a good place. It took me organizing a nonprofit organization called Love Yourself First Every Day Without Condition. I oh, had to I learn my learn to love me and look at the look at myself in the mirror with black eyes, scars, and everything, and love the scars, love mm -hmm. everything. And you know, once you get healed from the exterior, you still can see the scars that that no one else can see. And in your mind, that can be the very thing that blur your vision to your beauty. So you mm -hmm. have to love to love those scars as well. Mm -hmm. But today, mm -hmm. today at fifty five years old being free for 30 years, I am a whole woman. But mm -hmm. I can tell you, it took me years. It took my kids becoming college age and everything because I was codependent to, with, to them. Didn't want them to leave my side. I was scared for them and, you know, cause of all that trauma. So mm -hmm. it took me working with other people. I always tell mm -hmm. people, a lot of times what you have to do is you have to be busy working to help other people. And in that same lane, you're helping yourself. That's how I'm. That's where I am today. Oh, high five! High Revealing. five, Coach Deb. Uh, high five! High five! Revealing okay. Hill came from yeah. that. That's where Revealing Hill came from. I yeah. love it. I love it. Cause listen, stay busy. Like when you know people don't understand that you're doing too much, and sometimes I definitely do too much. But the staying busy helps you. It does help. It, and that some, to some people, that is a self care thing. Mm -hmm. Is I'm helping. I'm staying busy because when you stay busy doing that, working on yourself, helping others, working on yourself, you learn so much about you. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And not even just you, Deb. What about your passion? How about what about it? your calling? That you is. learn so much doing that. that. All came together. That's it. That's it. You learn about your passion and your calling when you're doing stuff like that. When you're doing stuff that you know that you're busy and that it feels good to you. So those are those are what we call healthy addictions. Those are good things. Yes, but you. Everybody has addictions. I do think it's important for us to actually switch. You know, mm -hmm. to healthy to healthy addictions, and if it's to do with better making America better, if it's to do with making people better. Because you, you're better for it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and you, you have to get to a place where you don't blame yourself for mistakes and choices that you make because everything works together for your good. God, oh, yeah. her, he turns that thing around. And he, mm, gets yes, the, he gets the glory for it. So yes, let's, let's uh, as our time is winding down, let's talk about what you do for you. You had mentioned to me that you had a little artistic thing going on. Were you able to have a balance when it comes to pouring into other people? Yeah, you know? yeah, I do. I do. I um I, I definitely that's what I was telling you earlier. I paint. So I paint, um, like I take something that just looked like it should be thrown away, like a dress or something, and I paint it, put new knobs on it, I transition it, but it's there something I can see 
right then. Like mm-hmm. it's something like that automatic fix that does mm-hmm. that for me. Because of course, as a counselor, you're working on people, but it may take it's a them process. It's a process. It's a process. And that process, they're learning, they're growing. So any little, any little thing, you're like, yes, they got mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But when you do something like something in the natural, like physical, a material, something, it, it just like, okay, it takes my mind away from stuff. So I definitely do that. I definitely work on um, furniture and painting and stuff, like I just told you earlier. Um, creative. I like being creative. Um, just coming up with new ideas, new fun. Um, interesting stuff, decorating, hanging with my friends, hanging with my family. Um, I'm definitely like a people person. So I love that. I love being around new people. I love learning from people. Um, just any way I can grow, any way that I can grow and, you know, build myself up. I'm definitely there for it. So just something, just, just cool, but cool and calm. Um, like what we do, like I told you earlier, we do stuff and it can be so heavy on you and it weigh on you emotionally that I have to do the light stuff. I have to um, I have to take breaks. I have to take naps. I still take naps at 35. Uh, <laughs> I take naps because my mind just be so bogged down with a lot from hearing stuff every day. I think that's important. Um, I definitely try to work out. I try to walk, um, try to stay healthy. You know, I need to do better at that, but I'm working on it. So just constantly just like working on stuff like that. But that's that's pretty much what I do for my self-care. What is it exactly that you desire to do because you're still young you got so much time on you you know before God give you a whole bunch of babies what is it that you <laughs> like to do as far as transitioning into possibly uh another area of you know helping other people you know do you decide okay. to coach you know yeah yeah like I talked like to you earlier I love the whole thing I, I love the whole coaching thing like when when I see this whole thing I'm like yes Deb, this is it like I can do that because that is a something and you know in counseling they tell you that oh well what what you need a life coach for what do you know you are a you know licensed clinician and that but no that's I a whole like, different thing though it is a whole different thing and I like it I like the motivation I like the pushing people um definitely I like the whole I can hold you accountable Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's a different aspect, and I love that part. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to explore that. Um, I was telling you, I want to do telemental health. I want to um, talk to people over the computer yeah. like this. I want to have just conversations. Yes. Like, I, 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 do you know how much I can get from you just from this conversation? Just you and I talking, um, how we've been talking for the past couple of days about this whole thing. It's just a conversation. I can learn so much, but I can help you with that. I can I can help you with that. And I can help you without you feeling like I'm in counseling or something is wrong with me. I don't right. want right. to feel like, right. uh, you know, so heavy. Like, okay, I'm saying, I don't, and, and definitely not for me. I'll tell you that talk about, I, I take this profession seriously. I love what I do, but when you talk to Kawana, I want you to feel like, okay, I'm talking to Kawana. I, I feel good. I can talk to Kawana. I don't want you to feel like, oh my God, I'm talking to Kawana and she's worked in mental health, so she's going to think I'm crazy. Or I'm talking to Kawana and, you know, I, I smoke some weed, so she's going to think I got a problem. I don't want people to feel like that. I want people to just be like, okay, I'm having a conversation. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to um, is working on it, and I don't, I, this is a serious matter, so I don't want 
want it to be casual, but I know the approach has to be different. So yes. I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly studying. Like, how can I bring this to my people that it feels comfortable towards them? I don't want them to feel the stigma or like something is wrong. Cause I, and, and I think it is those heavy issues. It's definitely something that has to be addressed, but let's just start with a conversation. A conversation. Let's just start. Let, let's just start a conversation. Let's just start a conversation. And with that conversation, I can counsel you. I can coach you. I can consult with you. I can do all the little codes. So like I told you, um, I was telling you my name, middle name is Chanel. So definitely the Coco. Because I like, and let me tell you why I like that. I did that because I think as black women, we, we're made to think stuff is not for you when Come it on. is. Come on now. But it is. I um definitely I the the luxury. We think, oh, we don't de you deserve all of that, sis. Mm -hmm. You deserve all mm -hmm. that. Go get mm -hmm. that. And mm -hmm. so the things that you think are hell from you, go for that. Mm -hmm. Go for that. Mm -hmm. So the things, so I want to take that and brand that and make that be okay. That's gonna work for us. And let me tell you how that's gonna work for us, because we're gonna make it work, you know. So mm -hmm. I, I I think it looks I think people can look at it and be like, oh, she's just so bougie. Or she's, no, it's deeper than that. It's deep. Mm. I, I know how I feel to not have. Mm. I know how. I feel. So mm. when I finally do, I want it. And But you know what? You're worthy. You're worthy of the best things. And don't let nobody make you feel like you less than. You know what I'm saying? Or that you don't deserve those things. So like, I, that's part of the self-care. Get that Get that stuff that they said you couldn't have. Get it. So um, and it's just, that's what it is because it's just stuff. And Tell money, me. Not money can get you. Tell me. So I want people to work on that. I, I, I totally agree. We're going to stay in this vein for a few more minutes because we're going to move to voting and then we'll be out. But I want you to talk a little bit more on what you're just uh, stating. Why do people make try to make others feel like they're being bougie or not worthy of something? Go into what is the root of that? What, what do you think uh, the root of that I, is? I, I think it's like an intimidation. Like, I think it, it's like, a, a, I'm scared of that. Or, um, but like, I always like, I think we, we see the things that they said, oh, but that's too, that's too, well, let me see. Let me, yeah. let, me oh. let me be exposed to it. Let me see. So I think those, some people be scared, but I'm, I, I'm not, you know, I'm like, okay, let me see what that life is like. That life, you know, let me see, because I, and I think that's, he wants you to, I, <laughs> I think we know God, and God is so yes, big. Why we, yes, yes. Why we yes. put limits on each other? Why we do that Ooh. to? Why we do that to each other? As I guess I, I will say it, black women. I don't want us to do that to each other. Sis, you got this, and you deserve that. Don't make nobody feel bad. Hey, you got those. I'm gonna go get those too. Wait, I'm gonna work on it. And you work on those things because it makes you. Because when you when you told, don't do that, or you know, don't. It, it made people feel they can't. And as mm -hmm. as a young girl, you just want, and you always living for that little girl in you, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So that's the little girl. Okay, well, I, I can't wait till I get to the point that I'm making enough money. I can get that. I can mm -hmm. save. I can have. You can have anything mm -hmm. you want. Don't have mm -hmm. limits. Don't put mm -hmm. limits. And I can tell. I'll tell the little girl in you. I tell the little girl in me all the time. Girl, go get it. Go get yes. it. Yes. I was raised like that. I was raised. Hey, Kawana, you work hard. Go get I'm it. I'm trying to tell you. You you want your to tell you. to feel like that. You want your and um so you don't want them to feel like nothing that's too good or that's too don't do that because you if you can afford it go get it go get it and so and don't make people feel bad don't make people because I'm I'm here to teach you because where I because I had teachers I had good teachers I had good people telling me because those good things last longer and yes it does sir. Make 
It makes and you deserve it. So if it costs that, it don't put a price limit on your worth. It don't matter. You say and don't and those things don't matter. But I don't want us to get to the habit of making other people feel bad about I'm it. You know what I'm saying? Or don't get in the habit of holding each other down. We always want to go higher. We always want to move ahead. And so when you put those limits on each other, I think it made people feel like, mm, well, let me let me dim my light. Why we dim we dimming lights? Come Girl, on, village. Come on, village. We turn it up like <laughs> So we gotta turn these lights on. We gotta let people shine. And when they shine and be okay with that shine. Stand next to them and be like, hey, let me get some of that glow. Because sooner or later, I'm gonna glow. Exactly. Be be okay with that. Be okay with that as a woman. So I think that's important. That's really important. And I, I can say in my life, I have truly been blessed with some important women that have taught me that. And it really stuck. It really stuck. But I think we can learn from each other in all aspects. But don't don't put limits. Don't put limits on yourself. And don't put limits on other people. Oh, my God. This has been, this is like so good. This is like good motivation, you know, to cause you to enjoy your coffee and your tea and make some decisions, make some real decisions for the week in, in your movement, you know what I'm saying? Because if you keep doing the same thing, you're gonna get keep getting the same results. So you need good information, you need direction, you need instruction. And that's what you've been giving to everybody this morning. Now let's talk about the voting, you know, this is November the 1st. So a lot of people wait until the last minute to vote and of course, November the 3rd is going to be the day when we will know what the result is. But let's talk about how important it is for uh, the village to vote. How important is it for us to vote? And how can we contribute to the village in um, helping them get to the polls? Um, oh, my gosh. I think if you... Okay, let me see. If you want change, you need to vote. You need to be attentive to what's going on around you, what's happening. I think I can definitely say the older I get, the more I know, hey, I better be observing. I better be paying attention to what's going on in this country um, because my vote counts. My what I feel and what how I want something to change, it counts. So you got to get the right people in there and the right people that's like minded, that's going to help and encourage what you want to happen, the change that you want to happen. And I think we all want that. So definitely you have to go out and vote. I stress that to the end. Um, I stress this election is most important because we know there's a lot of things going on and it's a lot of things that's not fair. A lot of things that's being called to our attention that affects our community directly. So um, it's it's our duty. It's our civic duty to vote. Um, Yeah, I definitely think it's a big act of all mankind and we should definitely exercise that. Um, What what was, what's the other part Deb? you asked me? Well, what do, what could we do as a community to Oh, as a community. You know, to help help yeah. others get to the polls. This social media thing is big. So if you need a ride to the poll, just post it. I think somebody will come pick you up. I think you just need to say, hey, I need a ride to the polls. But definitely, if you need a ride, reach out. Reach, reach out. out. Um, yeah, put it on your status um, on Facebook or wherever. But reach out. I think this community has a lot of great people. 
I mean, I you know, too. you from Cartersville. I'm from Cartersville. You know good people. Yes, so call absolutely. those good people. Call and those it's a whole people. lot going on to oh, where yeah. people, if you do post it, like you said, somebody going to say, well, you know, uh, they got a tra transit bus picking up people and blah, blah, blah. That's how you find that stuff is going on. But yes. I have another question as well, Kawana. Tell okay. me, what is it that, um, what, what is what is the answer to someone's question that, that feel like their vote don't count? Um, I definitely think your vote counts. And you might not get what you want right there, but you might get it on a local level. And that's where it starts. I definitely Bullseye. think Bullseye. On the local level, it goes up from there. So, like these local, when they have the little ones in June and the ones before, hey, vote for those too because your local level is going to determine what happens on a up. I think we look at a presidential election. That's in, that's definitely important, but the local level, the things that affect your board of education. Um, we we've been in plenty of meetings about the board of education, Barcha board of education, and that whole thing. So definitely vote, vote for who you want to see to represent your community. So I think that's um, definitely important. Just start on the local level, but educate yourself, like pay attention. When you, when you see a status, when you see something, research it, research it. So I think that's all you can do is um, research it, but ask, ask somebody and feel comfortable asking people. You know what I'm saying? Like I asked you like, hey, dad, what, how do you feel about this? Because I value your opinion, but that's important. You know what I'm right. saying? So just be able to shed the light. And as a community, be able to shed the light, be able to help and, you know, reach back and help these young people know, hey, this is important. Because I'll, I'll be honest, at 20, I didn't feel like how I feel at 35. At 35, right, right, you right. taxes right, and right. you realize, hey, the right. numbers matter. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I gotta, I gotta start voting. I gotta pay attention. So I think the older you get, the more educated and the more life happens, you realize how important that is. But it, it needs to happen to young ones. So you get in the habit of doing it. But not only that, you groom yourself right. so you can serve in these seats. You right. see what I'm saying? And I think right. that's the ultimate thing is we got to reach back and start teaching some of the young ones like, hey, let's get them ready. Let's get them ready because they got that leadership quality. They got what it takes. They can mm -hmm. be the mm -hmm. next president. Let's start grooming them now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. Well, it is a teacher moment. I know growing up a lot of times, the older people didn't really speak so much about it, you know, uh, mm -hmm. dependent on the community. But we stand on the shoulders of many that fought very mm -hmm. hard for us to vote. And I think it's important for us to be active in the community at a local level so we can know what's going on. Because when we start voting on a local level, then that's going to be contingent on who becomes president because it will rise. You know, these different people that we vote for will rise and they will be accountable to our interest. And Absolutely. then we won't be so concerned about our vote not counting. Right. Absolutely. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for being a guest on the Motivation Monday Revealing Heal show. It has been a pleasure. Thank you, Deb. It has been a pleasure. And you know, I appreciate you. Hey, I got you something too. I got you something. Okay. I want you to show everybody what you got. Me. Okay. I got you. I got you a mug. I've started doing these motivation oh mugs. Sis, you got this. Cause sis, oh you got this. God. So I was telling you about how I want to have a conversation and counseling. So oh this is what God. I did. So when I see you, I got you, but I definitely um, oh. want that. I want to, I want to do affirmations. Like I want to do motivational. So that's, that's my whole thing. I've been working on. Like I, we talked about what yes. you've been doing. This yes. has been my little self-care thing. So it's been my self-care thing. Like, I really love motivating. Hey, let me get these mugs. I really love mugs. Like, I love coffee. So we talk Oh, about my that. God, girl. I get love coffee, mug. black coffee, no cream, no sugar, <laughs> just coffee. 
you know, between the caffeine, the coffee, and the, and the energy that the Lord gave me, I feel a thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel a thousand. So that's what I like the mugs. I like cute mugs. So I oh, my God. Oh, my. And it's so, nice and big. Girl, I'm going to fill that thing up with some coffee. And yeah. See, I, I drink it all day. Oh, that's good. See, that's good. So, yeah, I got that for you because y'all have been so helpful. This has Thank been you. such a true, true journey. Oh, and I'm telling you, when I start seeing the, the reveal to heal name alone is enough to see. It's the real, ain't it? It's real. Yeah, ain't it's it. real. It's real because as you know, what I do for a living and what you do, you got to reveal it and you got to heal. And so those are key aspects. So I love it, honey. And when I saw it was you, I was like, yes, Dale, you're doing a great job. And let me tell you how I know you're doing good because your kids, your kids, your kids show they the proof in the pudding, right? Thank the Lord. So, yeah, <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, it's all I love him. So I definitely, I'm, I'm honored. Like, I'm honored. Just like you was like, oh, you heard? So I heard so much good things. I mean, my mom was saying good things. Oh. She's like, oh, Kawana, she's just down to earth. And she's so, and you are, oh. you all of that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm honored to God be the glory, honey. I just tell you, I went this way yesterday. I get better each day. You are, you, but yeah. you, this is calling, and you walking in it. So, and let, let me tell you, I love to see a black woman, black woman walking in. Her come home. on now, come on now. Because when you see a black, because you know you can do that. So you mm -hmm. know, like, okay, hey, one day I'm mm -hmm. gonna be at that point that I can do that. So I definitely, and then for you to reach back, and yes. you know, I'm young. You didn't Absolutely. have to call me. You could call anybody. So definitely, I thank you for that. So you're definitely doing what you've called to do. So I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I want you to speak to someone. Uh, before we close, I want you to speak to someone that's listening this morning that may be on the crossroads of trying to decide, you know, you know, if they should go through with, you know, the rehabilitation. They've been many times before and they've heard everybody say, you ain't gonna never be nothing. You ain't mm -hmm. gonna, you, you keep going with them. Those people time, why you keep doing it? Speak to that person and let them know their work, how important they are and how important they should move forward. Oh my gosh. So definitely you are important. Um, somebody needs you. Um, more importantly, you need you. And um, I want you to do this for you. I want you to do this for yourself. Um, know that you need to love yourself. You can't do it for anybody else. You have to do it for you. So when you're ready for the help, the help is there. Just reach out and get it. But definitely do it and know that you're going to come out better. You're going to come out changed and just have a positive outlook about it. Um, I think it can get rough. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it can get tough, but I know it's doable. And I know that this is worth doing. So, um, just do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Love yourself enough. Um, definitely start loving yourself. So that's what I would tell somebody that needs this kind of help. Thank you so much. Motivation Monday quote is, you have to push yourself. No one else is going to do it for you. I'm Coach Deb. Remember to love yourself first. Love everybody and be an, an example. Thank you so much, Kawana. Thank have you. Have a blessed and amazing day, baby. You too. Thank you so much.